0: I know this this is my unpopular opinion, but it's very close to my heart and I don't get it. Hi, I'm Rumbi. And I'm Leo. Welcome to the TL Podcast, where we are coming together to talk about the lessons we are all learning whilst navigating through the peaks and troughs of life as young, professional women.
1: So grab a cup of that herbal tea, coffee, or something a little bit stronger, and let's get right into talking about life, love, money, having fun, and how we can all grow as smart, empowered, and happy women. You are listening to the TL Podcast. With Rumbi and Leo.
0: Hi, everyone. It's me, Hi. Rumbi. Hey, and me, Leo. Welcome to another episode of the TL podcast. Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Leo? I'm good. I'm good. I am, yeah. It's been a nice week. Yeah. I've had a great week, I had a great time. Yeah. I'm excited for this episode, though. yeah yeah Yeah. i mean loads has been going on as and there so
0: we've got quite Mm -hmm. a few things to talk about but today's episode is gonna be about mm, an unpopular opinion (laughs) (laughs) but i think we need to discuss it yeah yeah so we're talking about the misconceptions of africa and africans Mm -hmm. so i think this will be really educational for anyone who's not originally
1: from africa yeah Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, so it's a really good one because it's funny... Because there's misconceptions from people who aren't from Africa. Mm -hmm. And then there's also misconceptions from other black people who would have been originally from Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's where the interesting bits come in. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Quite a
0: lot. (laughs) Okay. So we're just going to get into it. Mm -hmm. So
1: what's the weirdest question you've ever had from anyone who's not from Africa? Oh, I mean... So I came to the UK when I was eight years old, yeah, and it was the standard questions from the other kids in school, which was, and they were genuine curiosities of, you know, pet giraffes, <laughs> and <laughs> how did you handle the lion situation? <laughs> and I was like, what lion situation? <laughs> so yeah, so they thought lions roamed the street like stray cats, really. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I think their perception of... I mean, anyone who's not from Africa, Mm -hmm. their perception of Africa is it's still a jungle. Yeah. I was talking to one of my friends and she's just started...
1: Like a civilized jungle. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) They
0: think it's proper
1: primitive, like... You know? Really? Yeah. I've met a couple of people who thought that though. Yeah, yeah. But that was like way, way back then. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I mean,
0: when I first came to England,
1: mm-hmm. I think
0: the questions come when, you, when you're when you really close to someone. They don't just start asking you the yeah. day they meet you. Yeah. It's like, you know, when they feel comfortable, I like, oh yeah, yeah, this is just Ruby, <laughs> we can ask her anything. Yes. Do you know? <laughs> and then they go, um, oh, so do you have lions in your backyard? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think they actually see
1: mud huts. Yes absolutely yeah everything. i mean yeah. obviously
0: there are parts parts like that in africa yeah even my own grandma's like mm-hmm. village is mm-hmm. like that there yeah. is a mud hut but then there's also a proper you know house as yeah. well yeah because it's, it's the village but there's also towns and cities mm. yes you know exactly. with motorways
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> are you kidding skyscrapers, skyscrapers oh my god and electricity electricity <laughs>
0: Oh, go what? We actually watch <laughs> <an> MTV.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I've met people who didn't know that there were, well, who A, thought that there were mudhuts like all over the place, as in this is just how we live. Um, and then I've also met people who were the exact opposite, like they... They knew, like, Africa's developed, however, mm-hmm. they still didn't know that there are actually places with mudhust, there are villages, yeah. and, like, we as Africans have been there, mm-hmm. and we've got relatives who are there. Mm-hmm. Um, So I have, like, one very, very vivid memory. I don't remember how young I was, maybe six or seven, maybe? Yeah. And we went to visit relatives um in the village, and it was exactly like that, like, as you see on TV documentaries, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, but
0: that's because <laughs> it's the village. Yeah, and- exactly, yeah. And like I like that they've kept it that way, yeah. Because it's like I mean, think about it. If you go to the countryside here in England, mm-hmm. it's very quiet, very yeah. peaceful. And then mm-hmm. you know the cottages are different. They've, yeah, they've got big bricks. I mean, it's a specific mm-hmm. type of olden look. Yeah, that you get from the countryside here in England. Yeah, same thing. If you go back home in Africa for yeah. us, um, mm-hmm. when you go there, you're you're going home to you know that style of
1: you know buildings and and, yeah and houses so it's nice. it's but it's different though from the cottages because this is like an actual mud hut actual well (laughs) like no electricity
0: yeah and (laughs) none of that i think that also depends as well like with how affording yes certain families are because there are some mud huts that are built in such a way they're built with bricks Mm -hmm. you know so it's not just actual mud so it'll Mm -hmm. be built with bricks and it's actually painted and really nice thatching yes because when I think of my grandma's kitchen Mm -hmm. because that's a a hut as Mm -hmm. well but that's been built with bricks around it Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't think it's painted though Mm. I can't remember maybe it's painted now Mm -hmm. I'll have to go back and see um and with proper thatching Then next to it, like her bedroom's got a lounge, there's a TV
1: inside. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the mud hut. No, no, not in
0: the mud hut. Like (laughs) a proper house, you know. It's got got, got bedrooms. And then, like, you know, my dad's got his house as well on the other side. And it's got bedrooms and a lounge and everything, a proper furniture, everything all set up. It's just the kitchen that's still around shape with Mm -hmm. the patching, but every other. Building on mm. the compound mm-hmm. is just normal houses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it just depends, really. But I think now with time, people mm-hmm. are now bringing a little bit of a modern filter feel to, feel to the mm-hmm. villages. And yeah, I, we can only speak for Zimbabwe. Yeah, but I'm sure what I've seen from South Africa, Botswana, mm-hmm. you know, or even like West Africa, mm-hmm. they all have proper houses yeah even in the rural areas mm-hmm. so they don't all have you know fast roofs and yeah mad <laughs> old school <laughs> <laughs> so
1: things are changing yeah. a little bit yeah but i like it it comes with like a little bit of a sense of pride i really do like the idea that in zim there is such a massive um chasm between yeah. the modern living and mm-hmm. the way things used to be slash still are yeah yeah. Um, yeah. so no like let people be like just let yeah. them live in their hearts it's fine yeah. it's yeah. fine I really like Um. I've, I find even in documentaries I find it so interesting when people haven't been touched by the modern world mm-hmm. so like they're still running as they would have over the last yeah. few hundreds and hundreds of years yeah so I find that really beautiful really and even now like with coronavirus and everything mm-hmm.
0: you know for definite that those villages will be the last exactly to be hit by yeah. any form of coronavirus because yeah. they're just so far away and mm-hmm. not in touch with what's happening yes. in the modern world people yeah. live so far apart mm-hmm. like you know one fil- one um compound to the next is quite far apart yeah. people are not commu- communicating as you know mm-hmm. do passing by yeah and everything so yeah it, it makes a big difference mm-hmm. and i think there's loads of advantages to that yeah you know trying to get away from it all mm-hmm. you know the hustle and bustle and all that stuff exactly so, yeah so yeah i mean i love that about africa
1: mm-hmm. so here's another one <laughs> that africa is one big country yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I will never understand I will never in my life understand this really <laughs> how i don't
0: I don't get is it what? I don't get it and like when everyone asks me where is South Africa <laughs> <laughs> well
1: south in Africa yeah. <laughs> literally at the bottom, <laughs> kind of close to the south, really. <laughs> Yeah. It's like there's no geography when
0: it comes to, to Africa. I know. You know. Obviously yeah. when you hear South America, you're not going to say so where is where South is America. That? Obviously it's at <laughs> the south. Yeah. You know. But somehow when we say South Africa, yeah, it's probably
1: in the center. I don't know. Yeah, um, so <laughs> not entirely yeah. sure how that happens. It's so interesting. Yeah, cuz you even get um Like I've I've known people who've gone on holiday to Marrakesh several times. Several, several, (laughs) several times. And then they're like, Yeah, I'd really love to go to Africa one day. I just I'd really it just seems so exotic, you know? Like it's so funny how they completely disassociate massive chunks of Africa. Yeah. (laughs) Like you've been there. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's why I was saying, like, my
0: friend has just started talking to this. Uh, british guy white mm. guy and he keeps saying yeah i've been to egypt but i've never been to africa oh africa God. like he says africa Af- africa, Af- africa. <laughs> like they're different i know <laughs> yeah i've been to morocco but, but no yeah. i mean africa africa i've never been
1: and that's oh why i think God. they think to be in
0: africa you need to be you in like, the safari yeah. that that's <laughs> that means you've actually yeah, gone you've to, africa. to africa <laughs> but to be fair, I think there's something flattering about it that yeah. they associate Africa with seeing the big five, the lions, mm-hmm. the elephants, yeah, and everything. Yeah,
1: no, it's great, mm-hmm. which is nice. But but it's no. just <sighs> that's it's not, very strange. Yeah, really, yeah. I mean, surely you've googled where you're flying to yeah, before yeah. you booked the ticket. Yeah, surely, <laughs> surely. <laughs> so.
0: Although this is one thing that I don't like about some fellow Zimbabweans. Oh. Cool. I know this this is my unpopular opinion, but it's very close to my heart and I don't get it. Yeah. So if I'm talking to you, Mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm going to tell you that I've booked a flight to go back to Zimbabwe. Yeah. If I said to you, oh, I'm going to Africa next week. Mm
1: -hmm. How would you feel about that? To a fellow Zim? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Isn't it? Yeah, that is weird.
0: I don't trust people like that, honestly. (laughs) Why something's you, wrong something is wrong like I'm to, I'm going to
1: Zimbabwe yeah
0: but I'm talking to you if yes. I'm a fellow Zimbabwean yeah I get what you and mean, yeah. I say
1: I'm going to Africa <laughs> I could never even like <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean why would you say that yeah that's like British people living in Spain being like yeah I'm going back to the UK no or even like, just Europe because it's yeah, basically like saying I go I'm, to going, Europe. I'm going to Europe <laughs> Like, when would you ever say that? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I think maybe they're just used to telling other non-Zim people where they're going. Yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'm going to Africa, but still.
0: Still, I don't know. I mean, I would be very aware of the person I'm talking mm-hmm. to, and yeah. I would. But even if I was saying it to my my coworkers, I would mm-hmm. still say, oh, I'm going to Zimbabwe, because if I was going to any other country, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say... I know Americans do it. Mm -hmm. They would say, oh yeah, we're going backpacking to Europe, which Mm -hmm. uh, they're probably going to different countries in Europe, which I get. If Mm -hmm. I was going to three different countries in Africa, Mm -hmm. maybe I would say I'm going to Africa. Yeah. But if I was going to a specific country, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to Australia. Yeah. I'm going to China. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going
1: to Zimbabwe. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't say I'm going to Asia oh so no okay so i get it if you're speaking to another zimbabwean and you're going home yeah like then you would say i'm going to zim yeah however if you're going to um indonesia for example yeah then i would say i'm going to asia because it's something that neither of us are like connected to yeah yeah, really yeah Yeah. so it's yeah it's very strange to speak to another zimbabwean and say yeah i'm going to africa yeah yeah. you're like what what do you mean by that but don't you think that's Probably something
0: we as Africans need to work on because mm-hmm. we're giving we're making it easy mm-hmm. or easier yeah. for the person who's not from Africa mm-hmm. by saying, I'm going to Africa. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe that's why they think Africa is one, <laughs> one big, big country. <laughs> because we're saying we're going to Africa. <laughs> because they, yeah. they don't know. You know. And we're making yeah. it, so I was talking to my friend about this mm-hmm. and it really resonated with me, and it comes back to educating other people. Yeah, it might be a bit, you know, ugh, colonialist or whatever. But mm-hmm. when British people came mm-hmm. to Africa and colonized Africa, yeah, different parts of Africa, by the way,
1: yeah, <laughs> different countries, different countries specifically, or Europeans rather. Let's yes. say Europeans when Europeans yes. came yeah. and All colonized ones, Africa,
0: yeah. they made sure that we as Africans knew the history. Mm. of each year like if you ask me my history education Mm -hmm. was filled with napoleon filled with whoever and all those sorts of like things yeah but we've never taken the time to actually i think we were almost afraid to educate Mm -hmm. someone we work with like Mm -hmm. this is what africa is like this Mm -hmm. is what it used to be these are the pictures this is what great zimbabwe looks like this Mm -hmm. is what victoria falls looks like this yeah we don't we feel like we we're reserved to educate other people about yeah. Africa.
1: Yeah, I think it's um that's so true because we don't because even when somebody expresses a misconception, such as um such as do you have like lions in the back garden mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's something that we we will chat about we will laugh about it and we we'll would be like of course not mm-hmm. and then it ends mm-hmm. like that it ends as a joke yeah like no we're actually like a civilized nation yeah yeah um but then we don't go on to like explain further yeah, yeah yeah so it kind of ends right there and it doesn't expand anymore yeah 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 in terms of those conversations
0: yeah but i get what you're saying that we don't take it upon ourselves to then continue mm-hmm. the conversation yeah after you said oh mm-hmm. no of course we don't of course we don't have yeah. lines in our backyard mm-hmm. and i think maybe that's where we as africans need to take it upon ourselves mm-hmm. if we're saying black lives matter and we're inviting people to educate themselves
1: mm-hmm.
0: we need to be providing that education as well
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um and I don't think they would take it or they'll be offended no. by us saying, yeah. you know, you can't say to someone, go Google it because you have no idea yeah. what they're gonna Google. <laughs> go Google Africa and know. you know, <laughs> look at the map. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you don't know which map they're yes. gonna be looking at. You know. yeah it's also
1: um, a hard conversation to have or we're instinctively drawn away from having the conversation Mm -hmm. because it's like oh you can't relate so like I can I know I can meet any African fellow African and like speak about like our own cultures and it's regardless (laughs) so I think it's a really hard conversation to have um Mm -hmm. because or we're instinctively drawn away from having the conversation because I think that we feel like they can't relate so I know that I can speak to any African yeah. and we can talk about our own cultures respectively and yeah. there is like a a strange mutual understanding. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of how different things are. So my friends are from different countries all over the place. So um all my, over Africa you mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, all over Africa. Yeah. Um well my African friends are from all over Africa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so for example with my Kenyan friends, um we have a mutual understanding, even Mm -hmm. though our cultures are different, even though our countries are different, there was always gonna be like an overlap. Yeah. And the same with like Nigerians, there was still gonna be like an an overall understanding of the culture. Yeah. Um so it's hard to relate that to um Europeans and like the British people that we may know because it's you don't have that. Like I I've assimilated into this culture and this is my home now, and that's all great. However, I know that there's two separate sides to me. Yeah. And um, yeah, I wouldn't instinctively like go into it, I suppose, which is, I suppose, that's where the problem comes in. Yeah.
0: Really. Well, it's like when I had to have that discussion about, you know, when I was getting married, for example, mm-hmm. and then the whole issue with bride price and, oh, and all that yeah. Stuff. It's like, yeah oh my gosh yes someone exactly. has to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: yeah. then
0: you're now starting to explain what lobola mm. means yeah. what what it means for our culture mm-hmm. it's easier to talk about something like that which mm-hmm. you know you're saying yeah. to someone from nigeria or from west yes. africa because they have similar culture but mm-hmm. there may be different ways of paying bride price yeah. mm-hmm. but the idea behind it is the mm-hmm. same But for someone in England Mm -hmm. They just don't get it And I feel for people who are getting married to someone who's European Because I know some people Mm -hmm. who have been engaged Mm -hmm. And someone is just flat out gone I'm not taking part in this Mm -hmm. I don't believe it I'm not forking out X amount of money I'm not paying for you And they're not getting that idea Which would you know I think the whole paying of the Mm -hmm. price bit Is starting to get a little bit redundant But the Mm -hmm. cultural aspect of it Mm still needs to be maintained. Yeah. But that's another topic for another Yes, it is. I was about to delve right in there, but let's just pull it back. Pull it back. Let's go back. I think it's... Yeah,
1: yeah. so then it's... So it's misconceptions from other cultures. However, Mm -hmm. it's also misconceptions from uh other black people really so we have so i was saying that i haven't pretty much all the black people that i know who Mm -hmm. are around my age my age mates Mm -hmm. they are first generation Mm -hmm. so we all like literally came here together yeah Yeah. kind of so i don't know any british black people who are second third gen um apart from like the younger Kids in our families, but yeah, they don't count. <laughs> <laughs> but you might you might face something similar with
0: them because mm-hmm. I don't know. Um You might think of some of your cousins, and they might not even have been to Zimbabwe yeah. yet. Yeah. So to them, the idea of Africa,
1: mm-hmm.
0: unless if they've seen pictures of mm-hmm.
1: yourselves or your, your parents yeah. from back home, they wouldn't actually know what to expect. But it's. <laughs> Because their parents came from Zim mm-hmm. and their parents have also visited Zim several mm-hmm. times, it's the information hasn't been filter, filtered out yeah, of the yeah. um of the generations. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like I know that like my aunt and uncle they really do make an effort to just educate the kids like properly. So yeah. they would I'd say they'd kind of know, yeah, like what yeah. to expect. They know that there's no like giraffes roaming the yeah, streets, yeah. like it's.
0: And to be fair, like I think our community has grown mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. So when uh, when we as Africans or Zimbabweans get mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. you get the same feel as if you were back home. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. So a party here in England, a Zimbabwean party in mm-hmm. England is not that different from a party back call. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Yeah. All the principles are the same. Yeah. Ie, no one calls beforehand that they're coming. <laughs> People just come in and, and it's they bring everyone. And they bring everyone. <laughs> You know, you tell someone it's by invite only, you can ignore that invite only.
1: Yeah, An African will bring, you know,
0: oh yeah, the my ring. cousin came around for the weekend. Is it okay if they come? And they tell you yeah. 30 minutes before the party exactly. starts. Exactly, yeah. And that's just As how they're it walking is. into your exactly. house. In fact, yeah. in Africa, like, it'll be a big issue if you say invite only
1: so (laughs) i know (laughs) because weddings are not like you're not gonna do no 30 people wedding no No, not even it's it's insulting to anyone 500 people we're talking (laughs) a thousand people Uh, yeah exactly (laughs) and it's it's absolutely (laughs) ridiculous yes yeah there's no invites there's no nothing if you know the person if you know the bride if you know the bride's name the groom's name you're going
0: look at it this way Mm -hmm. If you go to church, to a church, right? So the whole church is invited. Yes. Because it will be announced in church. Absolutely. So you can imagine how many people are (laughs) in a church congregation. And they're plus ones. They're all coming, (laughs) you know.
1: (laughs) So you're kids. catering already about five hundred <laughs> people from that church.
0: And then your par- your father's side of oh, the family. Yes. Your yeah. mother's side mm-hmm. of the family. And then your own friends. Yes. You know. And yeah. then your husband's side of the family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so trust me, a thousand it's, is not far-fetched. Yeah. It yeah. will get there. That's true. That's so true. Mm.
1: Um yeah. I mean, I also wonder about what it would be like to get a proper understanding of how African Americans consider Africa now um not like obviously not African Americans who have migrated there recently but those who have been there for generations Yeah. um, Yeah.
0: yeah. well I got an idea from um I was talking to Tete Rosie, Auntie Rosie if anyone was listening like we had that um podcast last season long distance one Mm -hmm. so obviously she's married to an American And she was saying the conversations that she's had with African-Americans is very interesting and quite insightful Mm. because of that, that understanding of what Africa is. Mm -hmm. And from my understanding, you know, and I absolutely love African-Americans and, you know, (laughs) we've we've had a lot actually, we've had Queen Cole on the show and she's from America. Oh, yes. Yeah, we did that podcast on... um, on COVID, dating after COVID Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So it's having that appreciation of how much they love the motherland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Which is really nice. And Mm -hmm. I think we're all one. At the end of the day, we get it. We're all coming from the same place. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if you came 100 years ago or you came 10 years ago. We're still all Africans. But I think like I get what you're saying in terms of that misconception of what Africa is. And Mm -hmm. It's being in love with the idea of Africa. Mm -hmm. And I think some people might think of Africa as you've watched Coming to America.
1: (laughs) I've watched clips of it. You've never watched it. You need to watch it. No, but I know. I know.
0: I feel like. When when an African-American is thinking of Africa and they've <laughs> they never been to Africa, that's the first image that comes yeah. to their heads. Is like we arrive wearing America. feathers. Exactly. <laughs> feathers and all that stuff and yeah. kings and queens. Yeah. Which they are kings and queens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, There's a lot from it, which is probably true and some Mm. which is just a little bit far fetched. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's that idea of
0: the motherland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um Do you know
1: what? I feel like the that idea is encompassed in Beyonce's new album. Yeah. 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 But again, that is as beautifully shot as that was. Yeah. I feel like that can feed into the misconception. Yeah. I think. I appreciated French Montana,
0: yes French Montana yes. <laughs> I liked that yeah because that was real yes, you know it yeah. was shot in shot in Africa mm-hmm. you know even though it was like in a in a sort of like a slum part of Africa, mm-hmm. but it was real it yes. was authentic mm-hmm. and that is what Africa is mm-hmm. sometimes in some places mm-hmm. and it was so so I appreciated that a lot more yeah whereas. Some of the other ones, it's like their own idea of what they think yeah. Africa is. Yeah, it's still celebrating Africa. Don't get yeah. me wrong; I appreciate it, mm-hmm. but I think it's a little bit of their own understanding mm-hmm. rather than what it actually is. Yeah, but obviously with COVID, it might be a bit difficult to come and shoot a video in Africa. Yeah, but, but still,
1: no, nah, still, still, it's not. Um, it's it's beautifying an idea mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. may not exactly be a hundred percent true so i mean again like the videos that beyonce did were incredibly well shot incredibly well directed yeah. it was beautiful to look at and yeah. we get the essence like she's capturing the essence yeah, yeah what yeah. my only worry would be is that people think that this is literally what is it's like like yeah. um, and then they randomly come across a picture of a skyscraper in angola and they're like what yeah <laughs> that type of thing you like know, yeah, yeah we've got traffic lights and yeah. cars <laughs> yeah, yeah it's all good yeah exactly <laughs> well. mm-hmm. yeah
0: i think uh, some more work needs to be done especially by artists mm-hmm. if they're gonna and even like the rhythm mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just me mm-hmm. but i feel like when beyonce or you know now we've got this new album with Burna burner boy produced mm-hmm. by diddy and mm-hmm the sound and I'm, I'm a l i am I feel a little bit it's disappointed. It's been Americanized so mm-hmm. much or westernized so mm-hmm. much and you've lost that authentic
1: African sound but, that usually comes with Burner Boy songs. Yeah. But don't you think that it's like people are it's music that has to fit an audience. Like they're entertainers. That yeah, is no. literally what it is. But it's I don't believe it. There is a level of authenticity yeah. however it's it's like it's literally like um the way that indian food has been tamed all the way down for like the uk you know like the spices don't compare yeah but it's not
0: actually even the indians who are doing it it's someone else who's like taking on like oh yeah a curry like when jamie oliver does a curry (laughs) you know it's not the real thing
1: (laughs) It's his own rendition of the yeah. curry. You because know. he has a different audience. An audience with a specific palette. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. An audience who are like if you hit them with like the real palette, you know they'll pass out. Yeah. Like yeah. right there and then. But
0: that's I think that's the problem because mm-hmm. if you think about actual African music or even mm-hmm. um, let's say for example, Nigerian songs, mm-hmm. like I will tell you now, I've been married to a Nigerian for over three years. <laughs> and yeah. Pigeon English still like I I can't yeah you know but I love Nigerian music even mm-hmm. with its Pigeon English I have no idea what they're saying yeah but it's the sound it's it's it being original yes you get me like yeah. I don't need to understand it no yeah. one needs to like Westernize it for me put mm-hmm. more English in there
1: but for you've me grown to up buy. with it though yeah, yeah like it's 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 a song it's music that you've grown up with it's a rhythm that we've all grown up yeah, with so we've been hearing have been it been listening to that's
0: what I'm saying like. yeah. We we are now getting accustomed to it because mm-hmm. it, it's what we've been fed. So sometimes yeah. when you when you feed someone something specific, like you know, keep giving them Scotch bonnet, like yeah. for, you know,
1: they <laughs> the, will get used to will, it. They will. They will. You don't
0: need to change it. You don't need to to do something yeah. different to it to make them like it. That's yeah. why I'm saying like Bernard Boy needed to stick to. What he was doing, there was nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. but the moment that you know he's going to lose some audience because of this collaboration. I'm not saying you shouldn't collaborate with mm-hmm. Diddy, but what Diddy should have done should have just taken the back step and gone, okay, I'll produce it for you, mm-hmm. but keep your sound,
1: mm-hmm. keep
0: it as it is, mm-hmm. you know, keep it as African as it is. Yeah. Same thing with Whisked when he did it with um, Beyonce. There wasn't really that much Westernization. He still kept his sound, his voice. Mm-hmm. Everything was, you know, yeah. the drums and the beat. And everyone loved brown skin girl exactly as mm-hmm. it was. Do you get yeah. me? So yeah. that's what I'm just saying. And sorry, I'm digressing, but I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. People might not know this. Um, there's an artist, Oliver Mutukuzi. Yeah. When he first started, he used to sing in English.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He didn't sell that many records. Yeah. I mean, he was popular, but not mm-hmm. popular, mm-hmm. you know. And then Thomas Mufumo, who's like a legend in in African music, Zimbabwean music, he told him, sing in Shona. Mm-hmm. You will be so famous mm-hmm. beyond words, yeah. Sing, you know, exactly what you're saying, but in Shana. keep your roots as they yeah. are, yeah. And then, as soon as you switch to singing in Shona, mm-hmm. like everyone in Africa knows who Oliver Mtukutzi is, yeah. Even some western people know exactly who he is singing mm-hmm. in Shona, mm-hmm. even when he collaborates with other people, he sings in Shona. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, keep that keep that you know energy yeah <laughs> don't try and change it for someone else because that's where we go wrong yeah. trying to you know make it fit for the new audience for the new market but yeah. that market will mm-hmm. accept your rhythm exactly as it is yeah. even if it's two years down the line but they will get to appreciate it as it yeah. is yeah we've it's been force-fed different cultures mm-hmm. you know and we've just accepted it and grown up knowing it and we mm-hmm. sing all these historical figures mm-hmm. um and the same thing needs to happen with African culture and history. Mm. Obviously not force feeding on people, <laughs> but, you know, if someone yeah. wants to learn or someone asks, yeah. then take that opportunity to
1: educate. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. It's, um, and yeah, no, I agree with you about educating other people. Like mm-hmm. it's because when you tame something all the way down, it yeah. makes it seem like, so let's say, again, referring back to like the example with the, indian curries and spices <laughs> yeah. if you let's say the authentic spices are at a level 10 yeah and yeah. then you feed somebody a level three yeah just to try and give them a little bit so yeah. it's kind of like the music you give them a little yeah. bit of the essence but not the whole thing yeah yeah they will think that three is a 10 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they won't even know they, will, yeah. they won't even search for anything beyond that because they think that's all there is yeah yeah but yeah yeah
0: that's so true hmm. it's tea flexion time with rumbi and leo Yeah, what I've learned from working with or communicating with people outside of Africa Mm -hmm. is that, yeah, there's so many misconceptions of Africa and Mm -hmm. Africans and what we're all about. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing that I am definitely guilty of is not taking the time to educate. Yeah. So I think one of the things that I've learned this year after this whole Black Lives Movement thing is we need to take the time Mm -hmm. to educate Even if it's just a quick, oh, have a look at some of my pictures. This is Mm -hmm. me back home with my grandma and, you know, we only have dogs.
1: And but, not as pets. <laughs> yeah, not as, yeah, exactly. No lines no yeah. as pets. Nope. But you can come to a
0: safari. We've got this safari. Yeah. This is brilliant. Do you and know And it's what I mean? enclosed. It's enclosed. <laughs> and you can drive around. And yeah. oh my gosh, I'll tell you a funny thing that happened when we mm-hmm. went on a safari. So yeah. that's what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like make it more of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's what we all need to just start thinking about yeah. when we talk to people at work. Um, our friends. There's so much that we could you know, in part in terms of knowledge. Yeah. You know, I still have a lot to learn about Africa myself. I'll be Mm -hmm. honest with you. Absolutely. Um, Everyone does. So, and that's another thing as well, like my own history. Mm -hmm. I think I've not taken the time to actually learn Mm -hmm. (laughs) our our Zimbabwean roots and where we come from. And maybe that's something that I also need to work on myself Mm -hmm. just so I know exactly, you know, our lineage and where it comes from. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's my...
1: My like uh, take takeaway
0: from today, my tea <laughs> function. Yeah, what yeah. about you, Leo?
1: Um yeah, I think so I've over the last few months I've been doing a lot of research mm-hmm. into like um being Zimbabwean and, and all of those things and the history of the country and overall the history of Africa in general, mm-hmm. um which is it's so deeply, deeply fascinating. But again, I think because we're here and we've acclimatized to this society, yeah. it's, i become even more aware of how mm-hmm. the people that I will be talking to can't relate. So mm-hmm. again, I will stop myself and I'll be like, oh no, of course we don't have lions. <laughs> and then end it right there. <laughs> but definitely it's about educating. And it's not about like being upset with people for thinking that, because you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you really mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. It's um, And that's fine, but it's, Yeah, there's a lot to be learned, and there's a lot to be taken, and there's a lot of pride to be had as Africans, yeah, Yeah. and um, it's, because I find a lot of people are surprised at a lot of the things that may pop up in conversations about being African and about all of these things, like, for example i can't tell you how many times somebody when they learned that i wasn't born here they're like oh so how did you learn english was it like the way that we learn french here so like <laughs> literally writing it down um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. learning it as you do in school mm-hmm. i was like no we do speak english <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> and i learned both languages at the same time yeah 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 so it's those kinds of small things mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, yeah teach the world yay yay i think we need to do that definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. thanks oh, guys yeah I'm if you could just leave a comment below um on instagram or anywhere or dm us and let us know if you're african what kinds of hilarious misconceptions yeah. have you come across yeah um or even like some that are offensive or like what kinds of conversations have you had that are interesting around this mm-hmm. and if you're not from africa like what are what do you want to know? Like, yeah. what is it that is that surprised you about today's conversation? What have you learned? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think we might do a myth b- busting um, <laughs> Instagram post with a few myths and yeah. then, like, what it actually really is. Yeah. Like, I think that would be really good. Yeah. So, I think we could do that. Yes. So, definitely, we'll be doing that. <laughs> oh. Thanks oh, guys. Thanks. <laughs> we'll wait to say Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> Deuces.
1: Tra <Try>, Toodles. <laughs> thanks for joining us on today's episode of the TL Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button on your listening platform and don't forget to turn on your notifications so you don't miss any new episodes. I know I definitely have a lot more to say on this topic, so come join the conversation on social media. Go ahead and comment or direct message us. We'd really love to hear more of your thoughts on this topic. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube on our handle, which is at the TL podcast or our website www.thetlpodcast.com.